0: welcome to blind shovel an arts and music podcast today i speak with sam vanallemers illustrator and cartoonist hope you enjoy Do you hear me? <laughs> yes. What's up?
1: Yeah, you hear me. Do you hear me? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Sure. Okay. Cool. <laughs> Hi. How are you? Uh, fine. Uh, I just uh, I asked to do it a bit earlier because uh, I spent all week last week um, painting windows, and I've been extremely tired <laughs> from doing so. <laughs> doing some renovations. <laughs> so uh it had to be a bit earlier because uh I have to get get a good night's sleep i think tonight so you have, no, you no
0: own, you yeah. you own your house
1: yeah yeah, yeah, yeah i own my house <laughs> that's cool yeah we um we never planned on buying one, but uh we had a small uh, apartment i think uh Twelve years ago, and we wanted a bigger apartment because we both work from home. I don't know if you know, if, uh, my girlfriend. She also draws, and she makes uh, clothing and things like that. Uh, so we both had had to have a studio space. So we looked for a bigger apartment, but we couldn't find one. And suddenly, we <laughs> found this really cheap big house, <laughs> which we didn't expect. So uh, yeah, we, Where is we that? got ourselves a house.
0: What? Where is that located?
1: Uh, in Antwerp,
0: in, Antwerp,
1: yeah, in Belgium. Is that where you're from, Belgium? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and where I'm from is uh, about 50 kilometers from here, so I don't know what, what's that in miles, in miles about 30 miles or something is my
0: hometown. What, is, what does it mean to be Belgian?
1: <laughs> That's a great question. Uh, I don't know. I think it probably means the entire world doesn't know you exist, or something like that.
0: No, that, that could if be good uh, when you're when you're in yeah. Europe. That's a good thing.
1: <laughs> I don't know, Belgium, yeah. Belgium is like the the capital of of Europe in a way. You know, Brussels is, is like a, a big thing in in politics and, and economy and, and stuff like that. But for us it's just yeah. I don't know, it's Belgium. know yeah, what is you know what Belgium is? And and there's a there's a really great rock musician here in Belgium who makes really like he makes uh, he goes from making really poppy tunes uh to experimental music and things like that. He said Belgium is a great place because it's small, but you have like the best record stores in the world. Interesting. Now nowadays you don't have record stores anymore because everything is online, but the, the time you said it, which is about 20 years ago, when they still existed, it was entirely true. I mean, you could find the most bizarre stuff at stores, also comic book stores. So it, was, it was like imports from everywhere. And that, that's always been a great thing.
0: But, uh, what confuses what me is like, is what's the relationship to France? Because sometimes there's cartoonists who I think are French, but they're Belgian. And is it, are those cultures closely linked or am yeah, I just... Yeah, probably, probably
1: closer than people would like to realize because in Belgium, you have, you have three languages. You know, you have a Dutch speaking part, you have a French speaking part, and you even have a very tiny German speaking part. Um, so the French speaking part automatically relates itself a lot to France. But the people in France think the French people from Belgium are a bit like they're, they're like peasants to them. <laughs> and uh, so th- there's always been the, the, the European comics in, in, in the beginning, let, let's say the beginning phase. But what I, what I mean, the beginning phase, not like uh, Little Nemo in Slumberland, because that was like the, 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 the real beginning, but like when it really took off. Here, the the, the typical uh, European comic. It, it was a really French-Belgian thing. It was the, the they know, they they call it the, the Franco-Belgian uh, comic scene. So a lot of you know you you had like the Hergé who made Tintin. Uh, Tintin, mm-hmm. uh, he's Belgian, but it also was a really big success in France. You had the uh, Spirou, which is also a series which was as big in France as it was in Belgium. So it kind of got mixed up. But it's still a big nowadays. The, the the comic scene in France is like it's it's uh, you, you know. And I I remember fifteen years ago going to a comic shop in Paris. You you thought it was exploding, but it's still exploding and it's becoming larger and larger. It's like this. Yeah. So does the, the comic scene in Belgium has become a lot smaller than than it was in the past?
0: Um, Are you a part of? a scene? No, I don't think so. How um, old are you?
1: I'm, uh, 44 now. Uh, and
0: is this, I, yeah, is this where you thought you would be at 44? <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, well, I'm always complaining, but that's, that's <laughs> like, that's, uh, but that's, that's like, that's like the, and that's, Belgians always, uh, laugh about that. That's, that's the most typical belgian thing we complain about everything so it's like french
0: it's very french um it's like high quality of life but always complaining
1: yeah yeah something like that yeah so if i don't know if i'm where i want to, want to be but i i remember uh when i was making drawings when i was still in school and uh I thought, yeah, like this this is the level I'm going to end up in. I'm never gonna get any better. Which could come off as arrogant, but also like pretty insecure and was more like, yeah, like I'm not, it's, this is never gonna amount to anything. So when I see things I did over twenty years ago and I and <laughs> take a look at them now, I'm I'm quite baffled at how I evolved. So I don't think I'm I'm like I don't think my work is that great. I'm I'm really really terribly insecure. I, 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 oh really? I, the, yeah yeah yeah. Ninety percent of the time, I, I think when 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 I look at other people's materials, it's, uh, yeah, I just wanna I just wanna curl up in my basement and don't come out.
0: <laughs> yeah no no. I mean but- your your work is pretty great, and I'm very critical of people. So like uh, of people's work, I think it's objectively good. You know. What's interesting to me is I remember you used to have two, if I remember correctly, almost two different styles, like illustrations. Yeah. Yeah,
1: I still I still do that. You do. And and yeah, it was even when when I uh, when I did my uh, when you go to art school uh, in your final year, you have to do like a big project on your own. Yeah. Uh, So I I graduated with two projects even back then. So so I had two completely different projects next to each other because I just didn't want to choose right I didn't want to choose and and like th- now the choice has become become not not like uh, it, it has uh, it has there has th- there's there's I've come to a point that that I'm going to choose because i'm i don't like computer work anymore i haven't liked it for a long time but yeah. now it's like when when i have to do commissions i i even don't want to do commission work anymore I, I i really want to i'll probably still have to do it a bit to to gain an income but um yeah i'm just gotten fed up with it totally and 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 with the computer work as well it's it just doesn't it doesn't excite me in any way anymore. The only thing which excites me is just me yeah, purely is drawing with a pen or, or painting or, you know, real materials and, and, um, thinking about stuff I want to think about, not what somebody else wants me to think about, because that's what the ultimately what the gist is of, of commissioned
0: work. Um, and, uh, and and you had would you say that second style that was more clean was very digital was that like illustrated Yeah
1: yeah 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 that's digital Yeah even today I was working on something but that's just yeah you have to You know I have I have a daughter and I have a wife and and I have a house and I have to pay stuff and and if it were up to me I, I wouldn't do it but you know you, you have to make money somehow and. People say to me, "Yeah, even my girlfriends all the time she say, yeah, but you have to get a gallery, get get a gallery, and do a show and things like that.' But I'm always postponing that stuff because I'm I'm so afraid I'm going to be rejected, <laughs> and and, uh, and 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 I won't get and people won't like it and then things. So so I just end up making more and more drawings and they and they, they end up in a drawer and 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 I, and I throw on my website, but that's about as far as it goes. But I realize now that that's. Yeah, I'm going to be like I I never thought I would say it but I'm going to be like I think I'm going to end up like as an autonomous artist like as an artist. I never considered myself an artist. Um but it's just yeah, just evolved that way naturally somehow.
0: So what do you mean an artist as opposed to Yeah,
1: I, in in I noticed in 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 uh, in, in like in the US People call most a lot of things are are called art. When you yeah. call something in, in in Europe, when you call something art, it's it's more defined. It's more like when you call something art, it's most of the time people you would you guys would call it fine arts, and we just call that art. And when you make comics, you're you're a comic book artist. When you're an illustrator, you're an illustrator, but you. People don't refer to themselves that that easily to themselves as an artist. Um, so I've always found it like having a sort of a, a, a an uh, it had some, some kind of a a, t- a taste of arrogance calling myself an artist.
0: You know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've gone. Wait. Well, yeah, yeah, go ahead. Yeah,
1: but like like when you're an illustrator, you're 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 more you're calling yourself. It's more like you you, you refer to yourself as kind of a draftsman or like uh, somebody who's really good and it's something technical. But when you call yourself an artist, like for me, an artist is is uh, so someone like like I don't know like like uh, like David Lynch or or or, or any or any. Person who wins a Turner Prize or or, is, uh, or has his work at at the, at, the, at the Met or, or the or, uh, or the Tate Modern, you know, those are artists. And uh, and I'd call someone like Hergé who made T- Tintin an artist, but he never referred to him as in that way. You know, that, that's that's. I think that's a real big difference between the the European way of seeing things and and the more the, the American.
0: I, yeah, I uh, my fiance is French and she says this a lot, that a lot of people in America will call themselves artists or things art that a European would never categorize that way, like you're saying. I think it's almost a marketing ploy from the American side where there's this idea that if anything is done at a high level, it now becomes art as opposed to just respecting each category, you know, as its own field that can reach the highest highs because i don't i don't like referring to cartoonists as artists because they're very good they're just very good cartoonists and there's obviously very bad art um and there's something nauseating i i almost see it the other way there's something nauseating now about saying you're an artist not because of the prestige but because of how watered down and artsy it is you know like mm. uh, maybe because i'm just getting older but i I'm like in awe of people who have some um, practicality about them and or lack of awareness. You know, I don't think there's a lot of artists that I don't even think they knew they were making art. They just, they just had to do something. They were doing something. They were, they had kids, they had a wife, they went to war, they had diseases and in the, in Mm -hmm. between they happened to make paintings. So they weren't like, I don't. I, I just don't think it was uh, as central an identity, um, and I, I do think that's a problem with modern artists, where they're careerists in that sense. You know.
1: Yeah, it's, but it's it's the same. Like with, with um, it's it's a thing we really, uh, which is really laughable. And and, and, and uh, f- f- like in, in Belgium, you can get um, you can get uh, grants from the state really easily. To write a book, to write a comic, to make your art, you can get grants like for for big amounts of money. You just have to make big big uh, big folders and, and files and things like that. Drop them at at uh, at at, uh, at some council, and uh, and they will take a look at it, and you get your money, and you can make your stuff. But when you look at a writer, writers in the past, like a good example is like Franz Kafka. He was. I don't know. He wasn't a teacher, but he just he worked for the state. You know, he, he was he, he was just employed, and he he wrote in his free time. And I'm not saying like that. It's always great to that, that the best art will be made by people who have to who have to do it for, out of kind of like an almost existential existential um, right. motif uh, motive, um, but. Uh, I don't like the other way around either, you know, where you just can go to some place, you get your money, and you can go make your art. And so <laughs> I think it's like, what what are you about then? I mean, it's, you're you're not you're not in, in in. It's like you said, you're not like a person who has lived some kind of life, you know, with kind of an experience or something. When you can just graduate as an artist, get some grants from the state and go make your art. Yeah. yeah. Something about it. I don't know. It rubs me the wrong way. Though I, I myself also had a grant a couple of years ago. I just went and asked for it and I got it, which was nice. What did you do with it? (laughs) Yeah, I I was working, I was working on a book. I'm still working on it. It's still not finished. Um, So the grant really helped me to work on it for two months. But uh, we're, I got it in 2019, and we're 2023. <laughs> it's still not finished, so I'm not gonna ask for money every year. So uh, I asked it once, and, and 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 I felt a bit disgusting afterwards. It was nice to get free money, but it's like, yeah, this I don't know. It's like. I remember, I remember seeing an interview with John Cleese like years and years and years ago, and it was yeah the guy who made Faulty Towers, yeah, and he made it he made it entirely by doing commercials for ten years. So nobody wanted to make this this series about a ridiculous hotel owner, yeah, and uh, and he was like, yeah, I'm go- I'm just gonna I'm just gonna make it myself, and he did all these stupid commercials for for everything possible, and then he paid for it entirely for for himself. And I'm not saying like, that's the way to go because I don't know, maybe in in these days it's a bit different, I don't know. But somehow I like this very do-it-yourself way of thinking.
0: Uh, Well, yeah, (laughs) there's like no, at least in in my perspective, like in America, you don't get grants for making comic books. Like this is just not, but there's work, you know, like there's plenty of work to find. I think what's appealing is like the mystery and oblique nature of a person who is more than one thing, more than an artist, like, uh, again, like uh, because there's something really boring about a life uninterrupted in some ways, a career uninterrupted. And Mm. I mean, it's, it's pretty rare that anyone has that life. I think, uh, modernity might be able to provide that, but I think like there's so many disruptions to a normal life that you can't help but become interesting over time but when you're just going through school and institutions and you don't have an autonomous identity, I think what you become is an extension of whatever's providing that grant or that safe safety net so I've always been interested by the European grant system and if that produces better work or more work or if it produces laziness or
1: I think it really depends. It really depends on who gets it. Yeah. It's, it's really that, um, there, there are just people who don't do anything with it. And, but they quit quit with this stuff. Anyway, they go teach or something. I don't know. Um, and it's not like you can, you can permanently live of these grants, um, unless you're very, very, you have to kind of be business savvy in that regard as well. So if you're really busy with it all the time in uh, in how to get it, yeah, you, you, you'll, 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 uh, you'll have your, your, your grant income, which it sort of amounts to, but, um, I think it really depends on a person. Sure. I mean, there are people who, who who make very very interesting commercial art. There are people who make very interesting, completely unexplainable avant-garde art. It's yeah, it, it all depends on on who does it and, and and what what their what their basic intention was anyway. And I think this basic intention most people have it already starts when they're children, when they're like fifteen years old, and. Uh, Maybe so, stuff can come, come in between disease or or anything or war or anything else, but I think that the the, the basis is already there. Um,
0: what is your basic intention? Yeah,
1: I don't know. I think I I always wanted to just do what I wanted, do <laughs> do what I want. Yeah, just. Simple,
0: but you have and a I, child. I, you you said you have a child, right? Yeah, yeah. But doesn't that run contrary to to that idea in some sense? Like, no,
1: because no, no because um, one other thing, which, and that's like I'm 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 very I'm kind of very strict for myself. Uh, I have very strict rules to my life, um, and I don't know. I think it was some some French writer, probably from the from the existentialist period or something. Was a quote I read somewhere, and I and I and I thought, man, this this really applies to me." And I feel "Like, um, you, if you have, if you want to write really great books or make really great art, you have to live in a very, you know, what petit bourgeois means. It's like a, like a very small-minded bourgeois mentality. You have to live like that. If you live like that, everything else in your art will be very violent and extreme." Because you have to kind of use like an outlet, so you have to live in this house or apartment. You have to you have to go to bed at that time of day. You you don't you don't do uh, drugs. You don't do too much alcohol. You just keep a very strict life.
0: Yeah, that's a that's a flow that's a flow bear quote.
1: Yeah, and and I and I and I really like that one. I don't know if Flaubert lived by those rules, but
0: is it it's this right be regular and orderly in your life so that you may be violent and original in your work
1: yeah 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 that yeah. was that, yeah but I, yeah I, yeah
0: that, not... that, that that stuck out to me when i was younger too um i don't give a fuck about his writing but
1: i, I, don't, I, think I never i never read it
0: <laughs> yeah i don't but uh i think it's true uh like i'm from the suburbs you know so it's just like and i don't do drugs um, so no but I,
1: I don't I don't mind i don't mind people who do i mean people who there are great artists who do these kind of things um and that's sure, fine sure. by me but 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 for me it was just a personal personally i was very uh attracted to, to this way of living this uh, just I, so i can just focus on what's on the paper and all, and everything else is just it's just like a a really a, a regular everyday thing. Like get up in the morning, do, bring your daughter to school, come back, pick up a piece of paper, start working. Three o'clock, you get her back from school. You drink a cup of coffee. You make dinner. You you I drink one one tiny glass of wine every evening with a cigarette. And I mean like very <laughs> because I when I was in my twenties. I absolutely didn't live like that. I mean, it was a total chaos, you know, it was, but, but then I met my girlfriend and, and suddenly it just stopped. And I was like, Oh, this is good. This is just good. This is perfect. And when my daughter was born, I I think I'm, I started drawing even more and more and more before than before that. So that the, 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 the tempo, my my tempo got quicker and uh, I don't know,
0: that, that, i hear that i hear that a lot from people um it runs contrary to what others think will happen when you have kids but typically people believing if you have kids it'll ruin your art career are getting wasted like no. half the time no. anyway so i don't think it's true I, again like i don't people um like i love rational thought i love logic etc but we've overdeveloped this kind of way of thinking about life where we plan every single oh, no. thing and we, and we say, Oh, if we have the kids, then this will ruin this thing. Or it's too much thinking, I think.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, Oh, well, was a quote from, uh, making plan? You just, you just can't plan. You just can't plan it. I mean, it's the same, it's the same with making, making drawings. And that, that's what I meant with like, keeping my life as regular as possible, it it keeps my what I what I can do on paper really fresh in the sense that I hardly plan anything I'm going to make. So it kind of like this this I try to everything is rational. Everything the 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 the, the boring reality is, is as rational as possible and as simple as possible. And and everything else what I do To make yeah art, whatever I can call it, it's like yeah I I can throw this anything goes mentality into it, and just don't give a fuck. Yeah, you
0: you see that in the work that it's uh, discovered, not like uh, planned. That's what makes. it.
1: yeah, and it's it's very and and it's very much based on a lot of my work is really quite literally uh, based on my dream life. Hmm. I don't really talk about it that much uh, because I think that's some kind of when you, when you start talking about yeah, a lot of my drawings are based on dreams it gets this kind of new age type of uh, type of connotation or or, uh, or like a psychological connotation which I I don't want to make. But it's it's a lot of it's it's uh, it's it's notes and dreams and and things like that and and, and having and having having ideas for very planned out things which I start to make and in the middle of making them I'm like "Mm, no we're gonna go another direction Mm -hmm. and we're gonna go and and then things evolve and and so
0: yeah does that make it hard for you to finish a comic this kind of yeah of
1: of course of course because the the book I'm working on isn't is, is part comic and part drawings so it's it's uh what I always loved when I was younger was uh, these uh, uh, comic books by artists, which contain like some illustrations, some drawings, and then a couple of comics, short comics, and, and like the the mixture of things. I I love that kind of stuff. So I started making, when I got that grant, it was meant uh, for me to, to work on a storyboard for two months, on a, on a script and a storyboard. But... I was doing it, and I was bored out of my mind because I hate, I hate storyboards. I hate planning things. <laughs> I hate structure. It's so difficult for me to, to uh, to to keep it uh, to to, uh, to keep uh, interested in things like that. I just want to draw. So I started drawing, and from making the drawings, the 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 ultimate plan for what it was going to become, it, it crystallized inside of it. So. Yeah, I know people who can like pick up a piece of paper and start drawing with a pencil and and very directly um, communicate the idea they want to communicate but for me it has to be like a pile of material I made first maybe even throw it throw it away in a garbage bin but I have to have this kind of mess uh, mess of material which is already there and then I can dive into what I already did and kind of find the the stories and the symbols and the, and the things I want to tell. But these things you want to tell, you you don't realize them beforehand. And I know people who realize these things beforehand, but, but I can't. For me, it really has to just come, come out of it like, like, yeah, like the, the sort of Excalibur coming out of the lake, <laughs> you know, thing like that. Um, so there's going to be a comic book in it, but it's going to be... A lot of it is going to be based on the drawings I'm making, the series of drawings I'm making. It's uh, it's going to be kind of interwoven because I'm re- I, like I said, I I I have done it. I have r- written uh, I have written a script uh, in pencil, which I already also really hate to do, <laughs> drawing in pencil. But I was always bored with the with the with the results. It was so unnatural and so planned and so now I can kind of, you know, like now it's going to be like controlled improvisation, you know Uh, like uh, I just, I I can't really
0: explain it any better than what I'm saying now. No, no, I completely understand it. I think it's a lot, a lot of alternative comic artists have that issue, I think the moment they try to put a mechanical process in place it loses all of its Interest, steam, etc. And uh, I, I agree that that's the solution. You just make a huge dump, and then you have to edit it out, and then maybe you can fill in the gaps. And that's yeah. Uh, that's kind of the best scenario I've found. Like, kind of have units of drawings, and then try to make something with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, yeah. but it's, also,
1: it, it's, it's also more connected to I think like world. Kind of like poetic world building or something. Sure. Uh, not, not not that I'm that I'm that much into poetry anyway, but it's but it's kind of related. It's um and I and I really I mean I'm a really big fan of of uh of like very well structured uh, manga and and uh, and French comic books which have like very good structured stories. I mean I'm I'm in awe of. Of artists who can draw and and write that well, and and really make en- this type of engaging material, I, I I'm not like the biggest collector of alternative comics, right? Really not, but I know <laughs> I know I I I, I, I end I'll, I'll end up doing them, and I'm, I'm ending up doing them, and and it's but but when I but I read, read a comic book like. I'm just looking at my So you know like like when i read, read something like by like, like clothes or, or like even like the whole akira series when you when you read that stuff it's like it's like i'm so amazed at how they they're so they're so perfect that drawing dialogue and dialogue and, and action scenes and 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 and, and dynamics and and, and, uh, and paneling and things like like on a really technical level it's so extremely well
0: made but it's it's very mature very disciplined i i don't know yeah. if those people look at at your work and say damn i wish i was all over the place or not all over the place but more diverse in my approach i think it is true that people often don't really like their own work and wish they worked in different ways um yeah but that's that's that's, that's really a
1: typical thing yeah yeah I, like I, the, and I know some people who make art and 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 then and then uh, we talk about the artists they like and and I noticed the people whose art I'm most of the time whose art I really like is when they talk about their influences is com- their their influences are completely different to themselves, you know like right. like people people who make conceptual art but are like, I don't know, totally into. Techno music, or something like that, you know, like, like things which are just diametrical or like uh, completely different from themselves. Those are most of the time the artists I, I like the most. And <laughs> people, artists who talk about in, in their influences who are very much in their genre or their their, their style or thing like most of the time I, I, I don't like their art that much. I
0: don't know what it is yeah, no, yeah. I, I was thinking about this earlier today I think I think honesty and an honest life is usually represented by being torn in two directions you know like you want to be this thing but you yeah. you can't be but dishonesty people seem really one dimensional and consistent and pure like they're lying to you like oh I'm just this it's like a flat yeah. two dimensionality but it, I think there has to be a level of dissatisfaction with the thing you're fascinated by. Like, I think you have to see comics and say, I actually don't like them that much. There's something wrong and I want to change it or add something. Um, because if you were completely enamored with what you did or the field you were in, you would just. I don't know if you would make anything you'd probably or you would just keep making a, a copy of someone you really liked. A redundancy.
1: Yeah, Maybe. I don't. I don't really think I. I, I have much to add. Well, I, I who who are bad.
0: you? Uh, speaking of influences, who would you cite as some influence? Well,
1: a lot of people. Yeah. But I. But I guess um, the two names which always come back. Uh, to haunt me <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> or uh, or and, and Möbius, and, yeah. and especially and especially Möbius. and i and in my work i notice his influence and I and i and i hate myself for it <laughs> every time when i see like a snippet of his influence i oh god damn it you're copying it
0: No, i mean and <laughs> and that's, and that's, no. and that's
1: and 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 with with Tintin, the same, Tintin is maybe different, but that's like that's like the thing I really grew up with. That's it was like my my mother told me when I was a, an infant, like two or three years old. She said um, she could find me sitting on a chair, uh, looking at one page in one of the Tintin books, and I could stare at it for about half an hour. But she said it was. It was crazy. He was just sitting on a chair, and he was just staring at the page. You wouldn't move. <laughs> you were just looking at it like with some kind of painting. So those are like the, the, the two names. But but I'm I'm I, I'm I'm very very uh very very big fan of like a lot of the the the, the comic book work and illustration work of uh, like the the French Belgian stuff from. It. Yeah, mid '70s to like the, the end '80s, things like that. Um, those have always, yeah. Yves Chalon, I don't know if you know him. That's like really Ligne Claire uh, work. Uh, like it's, uh, but he, he died really young. He was, I think, he was dead at 29 or something What's before it? he was 20. Uh, Yves Chalon. Do you have your Do you have your camera? I can show I can show you. Yeah, I do. Cover of, it's a... Sure. Yeah, no,
0: I, don't, it's, I it's, don't know his
1: work. He he made he made fantastic uh, comics and illustrations, um, uh, but he died really young. But I I don't know. He probably made more work than most people do <laughs> in their entire career <laughs> in, in twelve years or something.
0: Um well to be fair I don't um you've digested those influences well it's not very obvious that you are mainly influenced by Hergé and Mobius and and yeah. they they're barely they're basically perfect artists I would say uh in some sense I think Yeah I think they're the pinnacle of many things they're very different artists um I think Mobius just yeah, but when,
1: when, when I when I say Möbius or and, and *Tintin*, it's the same with music, in 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 a way that i I've always been like completely uh, a big fan of of uh, very uh, minimal electronic music. But at the same time, I was I'm a big fan of Frank Zappa. But like like uh, I I, I tried to be less of a fan <laughs> the past couple of years. But still, it was like the one of the biggest influences in my life. So that's also like these two things. So it probably also relates to me doing two things like digital work and work. But yeah. yeah. The, the now, I'm, yeah, somehow you have to, but you want to say something about movies? I'm sorry.
0: Oh, just his ability to obviously be very structured, disciplined and prolific while making very weird work. Maybe because I mean, I'm not and sure. He was very, and he was very prolific, and he smoked he smoked
1: weed all the time. Really? <laughs> I, 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 I didn't don't understand know that. how he how he yeah, he was he was stoned all the time. I don't understand how he could do it. Because I mean he was a was a, a drawing machine. <laughs> when, I, when I smoked too much weed, I just want to go to bed. And sleep. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, I often think it's funny: like, would you want to be Mobius? I don't know Uh, because then you can't look at his work the way that someone who's not Mobius gets to look at it like I love Miyazaki and but I wouldn't want to be Miyazaki
1: no of course no that's that's the that's the the paradox it's the the the, the, like a a a paradox a, a paradox of empathy or something
0: like, I think it's a paradox of, of envy in some sense. Like uh,
1: envy, yeah, yeah, of course. Because yeah.
0: I'll, I'll I'll be sitting there too. Like uh, I don't think envy is really worthwhile ultimately, but I'll catch myself being like, oh, "I wish I was that artist," or "I wish I could do that." But yeah, I mean, but like
1: like like making art is always, or or being an artist or whatever you call it is uh, is always like this this uh, this. Uh, this permanent flux between being envious, thinking stuff is crap, thinking your stuff is crap, <laughs> like this, this this, uh, this, this, circle, which is God, this snake is biting his ass all the time.
0: <laughs> yeah, so- yeah, I, I, I see it as a piston of, uh, like, like almost like pure high self-esteem narcissism and then super low self-esteem uh, yeah. like criticality so that like you're not happy that you won't stop that i've kind of tried to rid myself of this but when i do rid myself of it i i wonder if i lose some kind of energy some dark energy and uh make less or something like uh, i think it's hard to be really at peace and make mm. a lot of work it seemed, it, uh, I want to believe in it but at the same time when I look at the best artists that I, I think they seem like tormented by something something beyond the pursuit of you know just like being zenned out it doesn't seem like what, what they're looking to do
1: yeah because you're when you talk about someone like Mobius, um I think he was very unhappy up until a certain point as well because he made the way he, he made a living out of doing comics was drawing Western comic books under his own name, the Blueberry series. Yeah, and he, he did it really well, and I think he probably liked doing it because. But at the same time, I think he really wanted to escape this, and uh, and I and and his 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 own work only took off. Basically, around when he was 40 or maybe even later. Uh, before that, it was all Western comics. So I don't know. Would I want to be him? I don't know. I don't think I'd, I'd like to draw Western comics all the time. So everybody has this little thing. I mean, you know, if it's all, it's, it's not. Yeah.
0: Like Miyazaki, you know. is,
1: Miyazaki always amazed me how negative he is.
0: Oh, God, yeah. I, it,
1: I think it's really funny. I mean, it's it always gives like it's always like these very funny short YouTube <laughs> videos or or, uh, or or like photos of him being being uh, being sulky and and uh, and starting to to whine about stuff or or like commenting on his son. His son can't. My you can't be a good director. Of <laughs> it's like man, you're a bit of an asshole.
0: <laughs> oh he's he's very. Well, he's running a team, you know, so he has to be kind of an asshole. I think yeah. the different. Yeah, he's,
1: Japan- he's Japanese. <laughs> thing. <That's
0: Yeah>. Also... <laughs> it always shocked me that Mobius had four kids too. One of them being called Nausicaa. Um yeah. Because I don't know. When I was thinking about having kids, I was like trying to find evidence of good, art, great artists who who did. You know. Um. Maybe out of fear that if I had one. It would all end, which again I think is bullshit. But
1: of I don't know. I... Having a having a kid like the, the the first year, it's it's not that great. You know, you have people who love babies. We didn't really love babies, <laughs> but we survived. And after that, it's it's kind of fun.
0: I don't know. Uh, How old the, is your kid? The, the,
1: it's just ten. Ten. Ten, yeah. There's this, there's this, there's this idea nowadays. Like kids have to have this perfect childhood. No, I don't think I had a perfect childhood. I had a, I had a, uh, a nice childhood. I mean, most of the kids in my class, uh, their parents were all divorced, or it was starting in those days, like divorces all over the place. My parents were happily married. They were a bit too Catholic uh, <laughs> for my taste, but. um, that was about the only thing. Uh, it was it was okay, but nowadays, and, and and we didn't go to the playground all the time. We, we didn't go on vacation all the time. But nowadays, you know, when you have a kid, you have to go like, you have to go camping every weekend. You have to do this. You have to do that because otherwise, maybe she won't have like this perfect childhood
0: yeah yeah you know what it is it's the neuroses of the parents hoping that their child won't go to a therapist in 20
1: years (laughs) the child is
0: definitely going to a therapist no matter what this is just that's just modernity you know so uh i also think a good catholic foundation is good for an artist it's very complex almost torturous uh upbringing and it creates very potent imagery i think because you're like thinking yeah, about yeah. you're thinking about hell and like yeah, there is yeah, that's true there's no protection uh, from like pretty raw brutal dynamics uh, deception <laughs> i don't know it's it's very uh yeah it's, it also has
1: this it has a very big uh, aesthetic quality to it as well i mean I mean you can say a lot about catholics but they really knew <laughs> How to get some artists to make great work <laughs> and uh, and uh get get all their uh, their churches and, uh, and big palaces and and uh, and their their message across in uh, in nicely in nicely uh, baroque uh, baroque paintings and uh and sculptures i mean it, it's, it's this this is an entire world they they it's it's interesting
0: yeah it's and, cra- it's crazy the, uh, the more I study it or come back to it I'm just like. Uh I see it in a really different way that as as a kid I didn't see it. I think when you're a kid, you just see its prohibitive nature. Like whatever you're not allowed to do, you focus on So, oh, I can't yeah. do this, I can't do that. And then you start reading the stories later and you're like, This is bizarre. I don't even know. Like if it was if what what confuses me is if someone sat down to make up this religion, this story, and they intentionally Crafted it in a certain way. I don't think it would come out the way it did if it, it feels really weird so many times to me yeah. Very, very bizarre. There's people who live to like 300 in Genesis just like But it's written like it's historical <laughs> it, it's, it, it's so weird
1: Yeah, but, but, it, but, but I mean, it's been talked about it's, it's 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 a cliche to talk about it, but even like What is their symbol? The symbol is a guy on a cross, and like, and in, in, and it's a ve- very interesting because I, I didn't notice. I I I, uh, I I don't know if it was a podcast or some article I read about it. it. was like in in those days when you died on a cross, it was like the most humiliating way to kill someone. You know, when you you were having on a cross, it was very. This was this was really done to, to. I mean, it 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 wasn't like some some elegant. Martyr style of dying. It was like dying on a cross that was really like for losers. Yeah. And it became a symbol like this great religion is a symbol of a guy hanging from a cross and it, it hangs in all these living rooms all over the world it, it, it hangs in my it's, it's in my parents living room next to the tv it was in my room it was in their bedroom <laughs> and it's it's just such a bizarre i, I remember see, seeing it on my wall when i was about 10 and then i realized like okay i, I don't believe in god I, f- I think this is really silly. And then I hated it for years to have to go to church every week and go to, we even went to a place like Lourdes in France, which is uh, mm-hmm. yeah. with my mother because she believes in all this. I don't know if she still does, but back then she believed in all that stuff, but also because she was a bit sick all the time. Uh, so, but it's, it's, just, it's, it's just so, yeah, it's so bizarre. It's so incredibly bizarre. I mean, you just can't make it up.
0: <laughs> I think that's what that's what got me is like. Uh, the, the atheist critique is really weak. It's very superficial. I think often like if you were to make it up, why would you make it up like that? It's not like a, there's no it's not good marketing it's not that appealing <laughs> they, act, they act like it's uh, they act like it's this really comforting r- rule set you know like uh oh of course people go to it it makes them think they're going to go to heaven but it's like yeah what about all the shit where you go to hell forever or you're not allowed to do this or there's like some gruesome elements that are not marketing they're not effective marketing uh no i do think that's crazy i think the funniest part to me is like it's not funny, but it seems accurate to describe the universe, which is like you're going to do. You can do everything right. You can treat people, yeah, but- and then you will be crucified by your <laughs> by the government, by the other religious leaders. Your friends will betray you. You'll die. You'll just die. Like there's no reward per se for the. But, but what I
1: find very interesting in, in the, is the because. Uh, that's like one of one of the big things. We're in. Uh, you still talked about Belgium and France being connected, maybe connected to each other or not. Like north from us are the Netherlands, and the Netherlands is a Protestant country. So my father always worked in the Netherlands. So uh, I know a bit of the Protestant culture, a little bit, not a not a lot, but I know also because my father also talked about Protestant religion. Uh, to me, and things like that he explained this to me, and that's that's the interesting part. Of the, the Catholicism also allows a lot of, uh, how do you say this? Uh, being a bit devious and not not really, you know, every, oh, yeah. every yeah. everything everything you do, you can sort of like pay someone, and you're forgiven. You know, you pay someone with enough. Enough prayers, or with a little bit of money, and you're forgiven. You can go to heaven again. But with yeah, Protestantism, yeah, yeah. with Protestantism, you're born you, a baby. A baby naturally is born with sin. This is a thing which does not exist in the Catholic Catholicism, which I find interesting. With Protestantism, a baby is a is already has sins within him, which is. <laughs> Like a crazy idea. I mean what 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 did this baby do but get born?
0: You mean like original original sin?
1: Yeah, the original sin. Yeah. That's 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 a that's I don't it, it might exist. It probably exists in Catholicism, but in Catholicism it'd be like, yeah, yeah, whatever. But in Protestantism it's it's taken very seriously.
0: It it does exist, but I think the whole point of different denominations is they emphasize completely different things. And uh I would agree that somehow with the Italian rap rasc- It's,
1: it's less, less rigid, you know? Yeah, it's, yeah. It's-,
0: it's like rascal Italian nature mixed with this religion. And somehow it ends up, yeah, super Baroque, super wealthy, super powerful, manipulative, uh, contradictory. I actually like that. It's almost like rap music sometimes where it's like these dudes rapping about God... And how they killed a guy or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, and like they're struggling with their humanity in an aesthetic way, I would say. Like they're
1: not Yeah, it's it's you know, it's always great to see like this gangster rap record and with all these tracks, <laughs> like the all all about violence and, 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 and sex and and and, 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 and you know, the back of the records always, yeah, I wanna ty- thank I wanna thank you, Lord. <seals V2> yeah, <laughs> thank God. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love that.
0: But that's—I don't know if that's a what I have. Uh, my blood, like, is Italian, and uh, I just visited one of my relatives who's ninety-two, and I—I I see that rascal nature in him, like in a very interesting way, in a beautiful way, like a jester or something. Like, uh, it's hard to articulate, but they're certainly not Puritans about it.
1: No it's you know. just it's it's, it's just yes yeah, it's, it's it's kind of not literally, but it kind of embraces the paradox because it it embraces the paradox in in a way that it doesn't want it to be apparent they want everybody to be pure and good, but there's there's still this they want there's this unconscious realization <laughs> that it will never happen, so they kind of yeah like they will close they will close and say like yeah yeah okay okay it's uh it's fine but it's not fine <laughs> at the right, same right. Time.
0: <laughs> it's, it's like a it's a dance yeah so. it's a dance but for us it's funny maybe
1: but of course when you live in place like Africa or South America where this this is interpreted much more sternly and, and strict it's not that funny. I mean we can see we can see it more from from like an aesthetic or philosophical view, you know, see it like like this uh, this idea, you know, objectify it. But for people who really, I don't know, believe in that stuff one hundred percent, uh uh yeah.
0: It's, it's super it's super complicated. I don't know how to talk about it from that perspective. Uh, Because it's like art. Uh, There isn't this... It's not like a self-help book where it says... It's not so simple where it's like, this is the thing you have to do one-to-one. It's not necessarily like propaganda either where it's like, just do this. It says do shit, and then there's like other parts of the book that would say something almost opposite. Uh, So it's more like the internet to me. It's just like this a uh, collection of yeah,
1: it's 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 completely different to to something like I don't know a lot about it, though I live in a neighborhood with a lot of people uh, who are Islamic, yeah, but Islamic has much more rules and and almost like a political structure behind it and and, and the, the the Quran it's 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 it has a very different vibe, <laughs> vibe. I'm gonna give the Quran a vibe, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, it's it's true.
0: It's more like don't drink like straight up just don't fucking drink. Don't yeah, yeah. don't do. But I mean, yeah, I'm very I wish I knew more about Islam. I'm just interested in general about in the Abrahamic uh, religion. It's just so unavoidable in, in like in narrative making, image making in the west. I don't know how to avoid its influence. You, you
1: can't. It's it's just uh it's it's always there. It's yeah. The thing you said about about atheism—it's—I've—I've uh, I've always there was a was a point when I was just a st- stupid, stupid uh, guy, eighteen-year-old guy, and I was calling myself an atheist all the time. But I don't know. I think I think I don't I don't really believe in God, but I also believe in God. I mean, I'm just like agnostic. I'm I just don't really in in. I think if God exists, it's just like he doesn't really care. <laughs> just if it would be a person, we would just be like, Yeah. You you all you all have these rules and you just go along with the rules, but I don't think I wrote those rules.
0: Yeah, I believe in the, the supreme basically surreal nature of reality. So uh I just think it's too weird. It's almost too weird to even understand the rules of it for me like uh when you step back from it is is it implausible that we were created by an entity no not at all it's there's so much weird shit about reality that uh the atheist feels really dry to me like they've got it figured out yeah. oh like there's no way i mean he, but meanwhile we have these weird hands and and eyes and brains made of like I, I, I almost can't fathom how weird life is. Art, art helps me understand it partially because I'm trying to recreate aspects of it. But it's, so, yeah,
1: that's, it's that's 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 the, that's the thing I hear a lot, and I really, I I really un, never understand what people mean by like I, trying to under, understand life through art or make making art to. to Trying to understand life by making art, or, I never understood. Understood that for me, art is just like it's a thing, <laughs> and I look at it, <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I, I dig this, or yeah, that's that's an interesting point of view. But I never, I've never looked at it like, okay, this is this is telling me something about. I don't mean this. I don't mean this. Like, 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 uh, like, I think your point of view is stupid. I just i i always i always hear this, i've i've heard this a couple of times people say, it. I was i i don't get that, <laughs> and then, so you might i don't know if you could explain it to me. I don't know. I think,
0: at least in a consumerist society, like you live on the surface of reality. You look at things for its utility. You don't typically uh-huh. you don't typically consider how it's constructed in some sense or how it came about. But I mean, even a simple act of drawing a still life is a step in the direction of, like, how is this thing constructed, and the, yeah, and, the rela- okay. and the relationship between things. So yeah. drawing the structure of an eye, even in a simple sense, like a three lines, you know, already puts me in the the position of like understanding the surreal nature of the process. So in some ways, I'm confused. It's confusing because I have an like almost an absurdist. Religiosity, where like I love the existentialists, mostly Camus, because Camus is still very moral and basically not that absurd. I guess he's like some weird tension. Um, but I like I believe in order as well, but I, I cannot escape the absurdity of existence unto itself. But by drawing. Like, I make pretty absurd work, but by drawing, I feel like I start to get some handle on the structure of the absurdity. It's not that I start to have a rational understanding of why things occur. Mm -hmm. It's just a step in the direction of entering into the magic that I think exists inherently in the world that I just think modern society really is bad at doing because it's usually entering it via hedonism drugs etc or it's just not even trying it's just lazy it's it's uh, complacent and and that's just why i think drawing is uh, still important to me but not even like you said i'm not really that interested in illustration too much uh it's kind of a means to an end um i just love drawing i don't even care about mm. fine art i don't i don't care about being in a museum or I don't I didn't like running a gallery that much frankly um I learned things about fine art that didn't make me more it made me less interested uh it made me realize I just love books and what they can do so that's probably again why it's weird to me like uh, religious bo- like books just books are weird and uh I can't get over books in some sense
1: <laughs> <laughs> that, that has to go go on uh, the 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 back of uh, of your memoirs.
0: <laughs> That's what I mean. It's like so weird, right? Like books. Like books are so weird. Uh, yeah. Why do they matter so much? Uh, but I, I want to talk about that one thing. You re- like I I find myself more and more, although digital stuff's unavoidable. Like. With the emergence of AI, I just like I want to be able to prove to someone I made things in the future, like in the next ten years. So more and more, I'm not drawing on the computer. Like I want to be able to be like when someone's like, "Did you actually make that?" I want to be like, "Yeah, here's the piece of paper."
1: I have. For me, it's always been uh, the work I made on the computer. I've always seen it as something unimportant and non-existent. And well, not that, yeah, yeah. Not, not that I think my work is important, but for myself, I've always seen it as something is which is it, it has zero zero importance in my life. I just do it, and it's fun to do sometimes. And and I work with clients, and I talk with them, and things like that. But it's just a job. But the digital, you know, I've had discussions with people about like sketching sketching on their iPad and sketching on, on, uh, yeah, on, their, on, their, on their phone or sketching or whatever on their Cintiq or drawing. And I've even had really heated discussions about those things, but there's just something so basic about having a pencil or a pen and a piece of paper. It's just, I mean, don't even get me started on AI. <laughs>
0: Yeah, no, we don't we don't need to. We don't need to.
1: It makes me it makes me angrier every time when I think about it about this this this, this big steel thing. But no well, I don't know. I when well, you, you you were talking about, about understanding reality through art and, and and in a way I sort of probably do it as well because I just you made me think about you know when you draw an eye really simple or something like when when you when you look at drawings by david shrigley for instance amazing mm-hmm. you know david shrigley Yeah. He makes a, the, the you know he's, he's very he's very good at making you realize things and it's so super simple and it's so it looks so easy and so stupid and it's just some lines on a paper but but that's just the brilliance of it and you can do it on a computer or you can do it on a paper. So it doesn't really matter that much. So it's, a, it's a bit of a different thing, probably I'm, I'm, I'm a bit getting um, off, off tangent, but, um, but I think, I don't know, drawing is, it's just the, there's such a weird mechanical thing to it. And I think a computer is already this extra filter, which you just don't need.
0: Like, yeah, I think it's a demiurge in a sense, and it's like um, I don't even know if it's a filter or a block. And by yeah, that, I, it, what I mean it, is like it? you
1: have something. It's, it's like it's like there's there's this. It's it's like when you go to a go somewhere, you go to a bank and you have to talk to to the people. Uh, you have to talk to someone at the bank, and there's this big piece of glass in front of it. And you can't really you can't really hear the person on the other side because there's this piece of glass in it that's for me it's like working with a computer. There's always like a piece of glass in between me and what I want to do in, in, in between yeah. the action and myself
0: anyway, I think, you, uh, yeah 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 I think it's worshiping a different entity um, ultimately I yeah, think yeah, yeah. like it, it gives you certain. When you worship at that altar you you get efficiency you get the ability to edit things quicker manipulate things quicker so thus you get more clients etc but you lose things as well um there is the, 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 the there's no the, that's what there's
1: something i talk about often when with other people who make arts or, or cartoons or, the reason why I like drawing so much, and also why I dislike it a lot as well, <laughs> when, after you've worked with computers so much, is it has this, this sense of danger. It, you can fail. You can fail at any moment. And it's, 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 it's only, only in, in, in uh, a thing as direct as drawing where this happens. Because when you start to make oil paintings, oil paintings can be changed all the time. You have like this, this permanent. You can, you can redirect it all the time, anywhere you want it, because the paint is is always wet, and you can and you can add a layer there and a layer there. But if you want to make a pure, a pure black and white drawing and trying to convey something, it's it's yeah,
0: I don't know. Yeah, it I, this, it
1: this, it's very tough. <laughs>
0: It's it is. I think it's almost macho. I hate I hate that about painting. I wanna I wanna have the conversation and walk away. It's like like I just want to like that's why I like black and white. It's just it's kind of the most direct way out, and then it's over. And
1: yeah, and then when you start making black and white drawings on a Cintiq, yeah, every line you, you 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 draw, you can you can go. Uh, you can you can delete them, uh, delete it and start again, and delete it and start it again, and, and a lot of my drawings these days are, also have pieces I cut out and recut, but that's more that's not not most of the time it's because I want to change the narrative of the drawing a little bit, but if I would do it with a computer, I don't know what, what I think it would end up being terrible.
0: I mean, yeah, yeah, I think there's a funny environmental angle, too, where it's like, sure, I get the whole, we don't want to use paper, but I think life is more interesting with those sacrifices, with those pressures.
1: Are, are there people who don't want to use paper due to the ecological
0: yeah I mean, like you could think even from a school perspective, like, oh, we're not going to read books, we're just going to have iPads, and then you guys are going to download textbooks and then from an art from an art perspective, I think you could push the same idea, right, like oil paints, all this stuff, but for me, like there needs to be a sacrifice, there needs to be some kind of uh something lost in the process for it to really be meaningful,
1: yeah, I think really i mean look look at look at this whole digital thing. I mean, how long has it been around it's been it's been a i think my my parents my my father was born in nineteen thirty nine so computers have been around i mean the actual computer has been around about like from the forties when they wanted to defeat the nazis <laughs> and yeah. then we had we had the evolution of computers from then on, so what is this? It's not even hundred years. No. And already and, and and already every kind of thing which existed before that is being thrown under the bus. People saying it's ancient and it's you have to adapt and it's it's this is that. But I'm like, when you look at history, I mean this is just such a small blip, such a small period of time in which this digital empire it's taken over everything. You just I don't know. Why would we have to go along with it in making art? I just don't I, see yeah. that Yeah, it just yeah it just doesn't have be, I don't know. Maybe it's maybe we're just both reactionary. <laughs> I don't
0: know. Oh I don't you know I think every <laughs> I kind of I have no issue having I think the way I view people is they all have slots and they're conservative about something, they're liberal about something, they're reactionary about something, they're angry about like and the, everyone has it. Mm. There's no way around it. There's just kind of psychological patterns. If I'm going to be reactionary about something, I'm I'm fine dying on the hill of like uh, I don't want to have my consciousness uploaded or something. This is completely fine by me. Um we'll see when I get there, but <laughs> I think there's going to be something so uh imagine how funny it's how sexy it's going to be you know you're 80 there's all these cyborg kids walking around 20 year olds nobody knows what a pencil is nobody uses a real pencil you're still making actual work on paper you're going to be very intriguing very beautiful
1: a friend of mine uh s- sent me this uh, sent me this picture of um, a photograph of the of jack kirby's studio what oh. <laughs> that, you're talking about, it reminds you. This is this very, almost an ugly room with a big fireplace, an ugly fireplace, and this one small drawing table, like almost black of ink. <laughs> it was like nothing. It was it was almost like some some kind of room from a horror movie. You know, <laughs> like there's when a killer makes this plan. I mean, yeah, like yeah, a very. <laughs> And it was so, it was so cool. I mean, this guy made up entire universes, <laughs> looking probably chomping on a cigar, looking at an ugly fireplace, <laughs> making up these entire universes in his head. And
0: that's- yeah, and I, I don't, I don't think it's pure nostalgia. I think there's an objective quality there that's uh, going to be lost, and something else will be gained. Something good or bad, I have no idea, but. Uh, You know, it's it's tricky because I don't like cluttery shit. I don't like having a bunch of shit either. But again, there's a sacrifice. Like,
1: yeah, there's just there's an obsession for control. Yeah, it's really an obsession for control. I notice this every day in every every way possible, and and we do it ourselves. Everybody is victim of it, a victim of it, and a perpetrator of it. And this is we want to control it all. And, and And these computers they're they're just, yeah, they, they seem like the perfect device, but they can't control. they can't make you not get cancer or things like that. They can't make you happy. but they give you this illusion of constant control, you know, having your phone in your hands all the time, which controls your time and space everywhere. You're you're you can communicate everywhere all the time. You you can control with you who you are communicating. You can contr- you can make yourself be liked. You know it's just, it's it's kind of when you really rationalize the whole thing, it's really creepy. I mean, it's really really creepy.
0: Yeah, it's eerie. You know, I've been like talking to this a priest lately, a guy uh, in a town next to mine. And this idea, it's such a simple idea, but it's, I'm still grappling with it. It's just like the idea that as as opposed to this life of control where you, you know, you think everything through, you try to plan everything, try to be meticulous, like, like now you have to surrender to God and his, his will. And, uh, I really struggle with that. Like I, I struggle with what that even means, you know? Um, but
1: in a way, it's also like surrendering to life.
0: I think that's yeah. essentially it, right? Like, but it isn't like a complacency. That's like, I guess that's where it's confusing. I'm a pretty extreme person psychologically, I think. So like, I, I can be very either or, binary. Ironically, mm-hmm. um, but I do think it is a certain like accepting of an openness to the poetry of life. Like, you can make all these plans, and you should in some sense, but it's not gonna. Happen and uh, actually on my car, my friend wrote this shorthand for a biblical quote, which is "Man proposes, God disposes." And uh, I always like this idea. Like you can have all these plans, but it doesn't matter if 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 it's yeah, not gonna. But right now
1: my 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 uh, my father, I've been noticing, and I'm, I'm I really think it's it's uh, we're in that stage. Uh, my grandmother had Alzheimer's, yeah. And um, I'm noticing, I'm noticing now. My father is over the past two years. It's it's beginning with him. He's, he's beginning to become. Uh, he's, he's having the first stages of the, the dementia, and uh, and I and, and I notice also, he, he, well he and he notices he's losing control. And it's it's very, very it's very confrontational to see because when you have a parent that suddenly dies, they're just gone. But now I'm seeing my my father like slowly going away from reality and probably after that going away from life because Alzheimer never ends, (laughs) never ends (laughs) like a fairy tale. But um, it's the same thing, and he and I see him. Struggling with surrendering to it, he, he, he it has it, it's it's he's become better at it, but he's still still fighting fighting against it or something. And 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 I'm also me and my brothers are also fighting against this idea because we don't want to think of our dad like that. Was also right. we always like this fit guy who never was sick and things like that, and suddenly just can't even. Say where the train station is. While well, it's about I don't know 500 meters from his house, um, so that's also like this. It's very for me. This is very weird to suddenly see, and th- th- what you're talking about so the surrender. It's also this. This is also kind of a surrender to to life, or to God or whatever. It's, it's uh, my dad probably also had had or has plans, but. He, he sometimes talks about these plans, but <laughs> won't happen, <laughs> which is, uh, but he, yeah, it's,
0: yeah, it's, uh, I don't, I, I don't pretend, you know, I think it's easy to look at other people's lives and say, yeah, just surrender to that shit. <laughs> but, you know, when I'm in that position or when I'm near death, I'm not sure I'm going to be like, just kumbaya. All right. <laughs> no, of course. Not. I'm sure. Like, I think there's a, I think there's a great beauty to kind of a violent resistance, and uh, there's something poetic there as well. But it's there, you know. Just like I always say, like yes. people, people who have something to hold on to, negative or positive, tend to to live longer. Even if it's like spite, you know. I've seen that, um, <laughs> like like a neighbor who pisses them off can like that can give someone like ten extra years. I think you know what I mean, or some like some grudge that is so stupid. I don't know. I find that I find that interesting. It's like something to do, something to live for. Yeah,
1: I don't know. In that regard, I'm really happy. I'm. I can I, I can do something which doesn't really depend on someone else. Because like what yeah. I said about my father, like he, he, he was very happy in his job he Was a physical therapist with sick kids at a, at an open air school, uh, with sort of a That's cool. boarding boarding school as well. And, um, he was really happy doing it. He loved working with those kids and, and, and suddenly, yeah, he had to, he had to retire but I saw it, as, and that's a problem after you're tired, what, what do you do then? So I'm really happy I can draw. <laughs> I'll never have to be unless I get, I don't know, uh, arthritis in my hands or something.
0: I still think there's a way to draw, you know. Um, no, drawing is a blessing. It's just clearly a blessing. I, I, I can't see it any other way at this point.
1: Yeah, probably. But you you're, you probably also have days you, like me, when you're kind of like, why do I do this? And I don't want to do this anymore. And it's always the same. <laughs> <laughs> it's always the same shit. I,
0: I don't have that anymore right now because I have so much other stuff I do. When uh, I when I used to only draw, you d- it's just a natural thing. You just do it. You kind of get burnt out. Now I want to draw because I don't have enough time to draw. Um,
1: what well, well, what's what's the other things that you do then? aside from this podcast and, and you still do the, the books sold out books it's you right
0: i built it and designed it but i don't work it um ah, okay but it is part of like this compound that we like uh like i do fabrication with my business partner so that's like art fabrication and furniture building uh largely because i was like oh, i'm so useless as a drawer i like, couldn't fix anything three years ago couldn't build anything so i was like i need to learn And uh, just to feel connected outside of just a piece of paper or a computer. And then I also run this art center called the William Center in the same town. So it's all in the same place. And in my 30s, I just realized I need to become a human. I need to try to be a human. Deal with human things, social things that I avoided in my 20s just by drawing. And then if I find it distasteful in my 40s, I'll retreat into the luxury of drawing and art. But uh, I felt like I had this energy of a young man. I owe the world some kind of exertion. Uh, And then again, if it fails, or if I learn the same lessons over and over again, which I feel like I am, then I'll just go back into more her a hermit world, you know, um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like I, I, this... I, you know, I'd like to have children. So uh, there's just like a, a necessity. Children link you to your society here and now, you know, like you, you suddenly have to start thinking about now, right now, where the or even the future, like, what does it look like for a child in the future? Whereas when you're drawing and you can kind of get lost in your, your head, there's a beauty to that, and there's also a great danger uh, because you become almost disembodied. Uh, and I think there's something evil about complete disembodiment.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's it, it all comes back to the same things. We, I think, we kind of I'm not saying we're repeating ourselves, but it's always the same pattern of things which comes back in this. This, this contrast of two things. And it's not bad to have the contrast and, and to have the, the, the double things that, which are double, you know?
0: It's also oh, yeah, really, yeah,
1: yeah. Like when you're talking about kids, it's also really bizarre because suddenly all my work evolved in a direction I really liked, then disliked, then kind of went another way, liked again, but suddenly your kid is ten years old, and you're like, oh "Shit!" It was like yesterday she was a baby. But then all these years have passed, and so you have these piles, piles of work which you made in you know, all the time, and 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 it just it flew by. It's, it's, it's I mean, if you if you really want to want to learn what like uh, Einstein's theory theory of relativity is so you have to have a kid <laughs> it really uh it's like it's it's like the the, the perfect metaphor it can, it can really yeah uh, it's, it's, uh, it's it's very bizarre
0: yeah it's it's so strange how you know you can uh, you meet like a 70 year old and they say you know like kind of like cherish it cuz it goes fast and you just roll your eyes like sure Everyone says this. Also, it's like, how do I cherish it exactly? I don't understand because, like, time time moves fast. I still think I'm, whatever. I think the '90s was five years ago. Yeah. So, and I imagine with kids, like you focus on them. So your sense of, I guess. Yeah, but it's
1: it's it's also this repetition because when you when you're in your. When you're in your teens and your twenties, you're still discovering a lot of things. It's like this this uh, thing when when you're in your forties or end of forties, you uh, everything becomes so repetitive. Also in people, because by then you probably met every type of person there is.
0: Yeah, the archetype. So
1: yeah, you you've had them all, and it's like. When you're in your 20s, you still go to bars a lot. You go out, you go to parties and things like that. But when I went to those things when I was in my 30s, even when I didn't have a kid yet, I was—I I remember sitting in a bar at 4 o'clock in the morning. I was like, wasn't this the same last night and last week? Didn't we have kind of like the same discussions? I was fed up with it. You just went home <laughs> and now i might go to a bar like once or twice a year or maybe three times a year if i'm lucky
0: but it's, yeah yeah i mean life you, is, you, is you, pretty long
1: yeah you just and you just change your your objectives or something like that and cherishing it you know what cherishing is is cherishing it is really easy if you don't have to do a shit job then you can cherish life all you want, but unfortunately yeah, yeah. a lot of people have to do shit jobs. And I'm not gonna tell the supermarket cashier <laughs> or somebody unloading my 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 package from the from the postal service telling, yeah, you have to cherish life. I'm like, I'll just yeah, be friendly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just be friendly because it's a shit job <laughs> and it probably makes way less money than me and can't complain that much.
0: Uh, oh yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. If you can draw for money in any fashion, that's that's a crazy life. It's a crazy yeah. life. And you both draw, you and your your wife.
1: Yeah, she. Um, I should send her a link to her site. She she. Um, we even had a an an illustration rep agency for a while a couple of years ago, but we stopped that because. My wife hated doing it. Uh, it was too much administration. And, uh, but she, she did a lot of illustration work, but she she went back to it because she, she did uh, she studied uh, fashion first when she was younger. and uh, she went back into that. And now she's kind of combining uh, her love for illustration and, and like uh, repeating patterns. Uh, with
0: making clothes, and, yeah, yeah, um, I'm looking. I'm looking at her work, it's very nice. Yeah, I like you know Helen van Engelen, yeah, Ellen, yeah. it's a very
1: elegant
0: uh, name. Ellen van Engelen,
1: yeah, that's, that's angels in Dutch. Ellen from the Angels, wow, <laughs> that's
0: her name. <laughs> wow, do you um, think, uh, Have you ever dated someone who wasn't an artist?
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, And I'm really happy I met her. (laughs) Because I remember when I had my first date with her and we went out all night and I ended up, we were quite drunk and I ended up in her apartment. And I remember entering her apartment and I knew she made drawings and I really loved her work. And I saw a bookshelf on the side. <laughs> and she had all the comics. She, like a wall full of comics. And then it was like one shelf. <laughs> and it was all the Dragon Ball Z comics. <laughs> but from, from like from zero to hundred, like <laughs> stacked neatly. <nickel>. Wow. wow. <laughs> and I was like, finally, and they like a hot nerd, <laughs> like a hot geek. Finally. <laughs> this this I never never could imagine this would happen. I think the first movie I saw with her was a Miyazaki movie, and then after the second movie you saw was Fruits, the thirties uh, the twenties or 30s movie. And uh, before that, I had other girlfriends. I had a, I had a short while was with a girl who uh, was an actress, but we we also we always fought. We also, but it was interesting. We also we always had these long discussions about everything, and we never agreed. But um, yeah. I think, I, I don't know if I could be able to uh, live with somebody who wouldn't, who doesn't do what I do or something in that vein. Right. I have my, I have my studio. She has, she has her studio below, below me. We both have our studios here in our house. Uh, some days uh, she works at a, at a fashion label here in town. Some days she works at home. And It's just, yeah, I, I don't know.
0: Does your child make art?
1: No, she's absolutely uninterested. (laughs) (laughs) That's
0: very that's super funny to me.
1: Yeah, but I think it's because she sees she sees uh, me and Ellen struggling.
0: Like 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 physically, she witnesses struggle. Or you mean like uh,
1: struggling with making our work? Yeah, you know, struggling with like we we talk. I mean, oftentimes. We discuss drawing and things like that at the at the dinner table <laughs> while our daughter watches us <laughs> and looks at us like we're aliens. <laughs> Sometimes she, she also joins the discussion, but we can really talk about it like technically like oh I don't know what I have to do with this uh, and 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 uh, and I think you know, when I grew up my, my my parents and my brothers were all were all very much into music they all uh, played musical instruments and I hated musical instruments but I also had to go to music school but drawing was like completely for me because nobody in my family did it aside from an uncle I had the, 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 the brother of my father was sort of an artist mm-hmm. but there was nobody else so it's kind of like this is me and I can have fun with it but my daughter she also sees us doing it as work and as something which isn't always that easy and so she's very much into she's into sports and dancing and music that's cool I, I'm fine with I'm fine with that I remember talking to an art teacher who was in England a couple of years ago doing a doing a lecture and I remember this art teacher and he was and, 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 uh, and we went to dinner with him and he was like ah, oh. and it was like yeah it was really horrible because yeah, because he really hoped his son would become an artist because yeah everybody in the family <laughs> apparently his son wanted to go study finance and he was <laughs> and he was really oh why does he do this and but he could could also see it was also a bit with, with irony sort of humor in it as well but I saw he was really struggling with this. And I'm like I mean you can't expect your kids to be the same as as yourself. I mean, so I would find it fantastic if my kid would be in my studio drawing with me all the time i know I know uh artists who have kids like that, but
0: I don't know as
1: long as she's happy it
0: doesn't yeah do, i I think just stupid shit <laughs> it's an interesting point if you have two parents making art, maybe it demystifies it as just like yeah. a, it's just the thing that you do to, to for work, you know yeah
1: i think I think it's uh yeah. Yeah, but it's the same with, you know you, you have these parents who really want their, their their son or daughter to be because they they went to sports but yeah, they yeah. couldn't make it and then they want their kid to go to sports to make it and then they go go stand by by the side of the field and shout at them like yeah I don't want to be that guy I mean sometimes I ask her oh don't you want to go to uh go to the academy go to like the drawing lessons on Wednesday uh, afternoon
0: but um, nah.
1: up, up until now she does. But she does like to. Um, I mean, she likes to create things with uh, with paper paper crosses and things like that. That's that's something she really likes to do. She makes things. But uh, not like not like me and L. We're like very obsessed obsessed by by what we're
0: what we do. Do you care about sports or no? <laughs> no. It's interesting because I, the, I the can work...
1: only do this in a hand gesture. But it's like for me, sports is like this. <laughs> it's zero. It has zero uh, place in my existence.
0: I ask I because a... the the work is like frenetic and high paced and almost uh, athletic. There feels like a even the mark making is like uh, I don't know. It's very physical, very violent in some ways.
1: Yeah, but that's probably more as more to do with my my musical choice and 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 uh, and I have I've, I've, and my, my my love for uh, for like cinema and and, and moving images. It, it was always I I always had this thing where I wanted to be able to draw something two dimensional, um, without without animation or without uh any camera which has this moving quality to it it's something i it's not that i obsessed over it but it was it, it's something which i noticed i didn't like i, I never liked two st- people who made really static drawings so i kind of probably practiced on it in some way and and uh but sports i can i can sometimes appreciate the aesthetics of, uh of like the long the long jumping and skiing I, I really love that stuff <laughs> but that's probably the only thing <laughs> everything else in sports I it's yeah you get this famous meme cartoon like like uh. uh an athlete be an interview who is talking about like, we sports really good. And next week we're going to sports even better. And, and then he gets interviewed the next week and he says, yeah, we we didn't sports this good this week, but next week we're going to sports. But he goes in this loop. That for me is sport. It's I I skateboarded when I was younger, but it's, it's like, yeah, it's, it's just an adolescent thing. But yeah, drawing yeah. never in drawing. I never saw it like, yeah, something connected to. To I don't know. The, I'm 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 not even that obsessed by human anatomy or anything. It's it's uh, just whatever works or something. So um, I mean, I'm just interested in something dynamic. So dynamic. Something isn't right. It doesn't matter as long as it's dynamic. Something like that.
0: I think that's you know the thrust of the whole conversation. It's just like, for me, contrast is that's what dynamic means. You know, just clashing, yeah. clashing things that don't really mean one thing. I'm not really interested in work that just means a thing. Very boring. Yeah, because
1: also this 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 way of um, making. People say, I don't know, people sometimes say, this, like, I don't understand what your drawing is, but I like it, but I don't understand what it's about. Most of the time, I sort of do, and I sort of don't, but it, it's not, I don't do it on purpose. The thing is, I always start with an idea, and this idea is very simple, and I start making the work, and then suddenly I think of another idea. I think, like, Jesus Christ, this idea is too simple. I want to put that idea in there as well. And then I've got a story, and then I get another story, and I get another story, and at a certain, certain point, I get like five stories going in, going on in one drawing at the same time. And I don't do this like, like a stick or something. It's just, I can't help it. <laughs> I want to make simple drawings. I wish I was like the guy who drew Big Tracy, you know? Mm-hmm. Simple drawings. Uh, but I can't. So... I pile up these stories, and and and, and also a, a, a big facet of why my line work is the way it is is because I I'm very bad at drawing like for half an hour or an hour straight, and also why my drawings are kind of defragmented as well. It's just because I have a bit of a concentration issue. Mm. <laughs> so all this stuff just amounts to a kind of a personal thing, which isn't like a very conscious personal thing. It just happens because of... So when you talk about athletics, <laughs> it is very much because of a, 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 a way of moving and a way of thinking that what I do is what it is. You know?
0: What do you mean by an idea? what is what's an example of an idea that would make you want to draw oh it's
1: fair those those ideas are very stupid and very simple I mean like really really simple like like completely super stupid um I don't know you don't know that you know, this this I'm now I'm, now, I'm when I'm working I'm working in that book and um, I was working on a drawing and um for some reason, I wanted to make because I just had I just was thinking about it. You know that joke? It's it's probably kids nowadays don't do it anymore, but they probably did it in the fifty 60s, sixty seventies, maybe eighties. Like you, you get this wallet and you put a string on it. Yeah, and and they go shoot somewhere and they pull the string and the person goes behind the wallet. Something which happened to me actually when I was about fourteen when kids pulled that trick on me. <laughs> And I was running after the wallet, which I so I certainly thought of this memory of the wallet thing. And then I was, I don't know, in the supermarket, and I was thinking of the wallet thing. I'm, I'm going to do a drawing about that. And then I and then I I think of what I'm going to draw, and and now it's evolving more in kind of a fantasy. Durer, Durer-like thing in the woods, which also contains this idea, but like not, not as the main. F- Mostly the ideas are just the idea to get you going, you know. Or like, yeah, Looking yeah, at yeah. a photo, like looking at a photo. Sometimes I, I look in, in in a book with photos, and there's certain suddenly there's like this this great photograph of some top model or just a normal model, and and I like the way her foot is twisted. You know, like oh, her toes are twisted in an interesting way.
0: The reason I, I ask try... is, is is largely because I think young illustrators or artists think that ideas have to be these big. Um, no, no, big, no, no. Big social messages or, or no, but no. ideas are that's... ideas are very stupid little things.
1: But but that's just a problem. That's what I see all the time. It's this it's this it's this political illustration with this. Okay, we're not gonna we're gonna, not gonna drop that word because it's dropped all the time. But this this stuff about you know the woke thing, like we have to talk all the time about yeah racial issues and gender issues, and I have to talk about the fact that I'm a female. Or look at my female empowerment, and then the man has to talk about this, and the woman has to talk. Um, and no, no, that's just I mean, that's just it. If it is isn't there, if 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 it's in your mind, it will. In some somehow it will come out and be a part of it that's right. just a thing. Don't think about it too much I, and I and and the thing is I I, I, I get I got a good I have a good friend who's a really great writer but it, but he was saying yeah, I don't understand how you never have any like writer's block you know like I have but that's just the thing. It's because he's always thinking about grandiose things, like it has to be grandiose. And for me, it's just, yeah, one more piece of paper on the pile. And I want it to be a good piece of paper, but that's about it. And and ideas. Yeah, ideas are just, you can find ideas in anything and you just don't have to. It's like searching for a girlfriend. You know, (laughs) these people are searching for the perfect relationship material all the time. It's just waiting for terrible things to happen or nothing to happen.
0: Yeah, it's like you're saying with like overthinking how to raise a child. In a sense, it's like you have to start from the bottom up and let the process drive the more profound elements. So an idea can be. Actually, drawing-wise, I mean, drawings is visual thing. So, the idea one, you don't even need ideas to sit down and draw. I don't think. No, but two, it really could be something really mundane, like you're saying, the placement of a foot, and you let that drive. That's the vehicle. Drawing is the vehicle. Where you end up is yeah. is is the idea, but you don't know where it's going. I don't think. But if you know where, yeah. And it's... So
1: it's, and sometimes you know where it's going, and then you suddenly your your mind, your subconscious, or whatever, suddenly says, "Nah, we're not going that way." So <laughs> suddenly it goes another way, and then you end up. And you always because that's what you said with like being that envy part with like those great artists. That's the thing I always think about. When I read like a really great comic book or a really great book or look at a great painting or a movie, and I know it is a silly thought because it it just it's 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 completely stupid to to fret about a thing like that. It's always thinking like, how come I can't come up with that idea? And it's really right, simple, right. I'm not that person. But you try to deconstruct the ideas that person had to see. Where it came from. But even then, you can't really deconstruct it far enough to know where, if it's good, you can't deconstruct it far enough to know where it comes from. But that's always the thing I'm framing about. Like, how, like when you see a great comic book page, like, how was he thinking, like, I'm going to draw this part first and then that? Why did he do that? And it was probably because he was just behind his table. It's like, oh, him or her behind the table is like, oh, this this is interesting uh i don't know what i'm gonna do okay i just it's just it happens like what we do just happens but, but yeah, I, yeah i can get really obsessed about it just thinking about oh how 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 was he how was he what was this When was it what was the decision made to, when did he decide this you <laughs> just don't know
0: personally person. yeah in, in that sense it's fraudulent because again like life the existence doesn't feel that way, doesn't feel that figured out, so it's, it's not a logical narrative. It, uh, it isn't clear why apple trees make apples the way they do, or they exist at all. It's like things are very weird, and yeah, so I, yeah. if you want to be convincingly creative, I think you have to mimic the 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 foundations of reality. And it's not like a put-on. The other thing is a put-on, I think. The other thing is a false identity. It's uh, art schoolish, where it's like super rational, super thought out. It's kind of like, why am I spending time in this school? There's got to be a reason. So we should really think this thing through. Otherwise, we're just, why are we here? Especially if you pay for it, like in America. It's like, what is the value? Well, there has to be a system if there's going to be value, I think. And that system, ironically, is the is rushes a lot of artists, I think, in the process. Art school can ruin people.
1: Yeah, yeah, sure. Uh a lot of times.
0: And and there's also yeah. It's like when someone asks a woman may ask you, Why do you love me? And I
1: say,
0: I don't want to answer that. I don't want to understand. The, the core, like the core complexities of that kind of like of love love uh, i think that's dangerous almost to to start sifting yeah, because, around
1: yeah because you might end up <laughs> in, a, in a territory where you don't love her anymore because you suddenly uh, you, you start to question it all <laughs> well
0: yeah, it's, demyst- it's demystified it's it's the, yeah. the magic has been uh like caught in a net it's like uh it's just
1: but it, but it's still a bit different because like I said, when I look at people make things I really love, I love the, I love it when I try to demystify it, but I can't. And mm, then, that's you know, fair. It's, yeah. then you know it's really good. You know, you try to find out like why and when you just can't find out why they did this or that and and just realize you, you will never know. Then you realize like this is just I mean, I even have it with art I don't even like. There's a lot of art I don't visually don't like, but you look at it and you see like this is good. I don't know why it is, but it's it's it it has it has merit, it's it's quality, it's it's it it has something to say, and that's when you yeah. just count
0: I like that idea more than what I said that it's so powerful that you could tr- you try to demystify it. And you can't, and then that makes your love uh, stronger. It's inexhaustibly mysterious almost.
1: Yeah. Thank God. I I really didn't expect this uh, conversation to get so... Metaphysical, all over the place.
0: Well, you know,
1: no, no, but it's cool because we went to, from Catholicism to <laughs> to this. I think, this, I, this, think I think, I think, tr-
0: in truth, like art isn't that interesting to talk about. So, uh, I don't do this podcast to talk about art. I mean, what are you going to talk? About? It's a visual medium. You yeah. know, it's like what are yeah. we going to talk about? Are we going to talk about pens and process and?
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't know. It, so, sometimes I get these emails. What kind of pen
0: do you use? That's the other thing. That's the other. It's like, uh, oh, if I it's buy that pen. pen, it contains, it contains his his like power. It's like an RP, <laughs> It's like a role playing <laughs> game. If I get the pen, and I can make his drawings. Uh,
1: yeah, it has lots of XP. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I, f- I feel bad for twenty year old artists. It's a fun. It's a fun stage, but uh, there's a lot of that going on. Just grappling yeah. with, with like trying to be something. It's very much a weird phase. Yeah, it is.
1: In my twenties right. I was just I was just a really commercial artist trying all kinds of stuff, so I didn't really think going to bars and drink too much. <laughs> That's <laughs> perhaps right. they should do that.
0: Well, I know you gotta go to bed. Late? No. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Oh. Yeah. You, you must be regular in your. Yeah, yeah I must be. Your, regular. Otherwise, you will be <laughs> you will not be violent tomorrow if you don't.
1: Well, tomorrow to I can't be that violent. I have to finish <laughs> a deadline, which annoys the hell out of me. But I'll be violent from Thursday on.
0: <laughs> yeah, there's no there's no violence in commercial art. It's very much a, there's no no room for violence.
1: No, no, no.
0: Well, good I, talking I, to you. I,
1: I, I tried it a couple of times, but no, no, <laughs> I had clients who were very uh, upset.
0: No, and the people don't pay for violence, they pay for yes. compliance.
1: Yeah, but they should. I mean, if they can. Yeah, they mercenary. Pay,
0: you want to be a mercenary?
1: No, yeah, I mean, people pay Hessian. Stedman. They pay Stedman. You can't say Stedman... I mean, Stedman... Well,
0: uh, yeah, Maybe but... At, stop
1: a bit with the drippings,
0: but... At what point does Stedman stop being violent, right? Because, like, yeah. it's so, it's such predictable violence. I like Stedman. I used to love Stedman when I was, like, 15. Yeah. yeah, I know. But it's like, all right, you did acid once. Now you got that style. All right. That's the violence. Yes, but. I saw
1: I saw a short video of uh, this last week. I'm gonna talk about I saw a video of him in the studio and he was showing how he started the drawing and he picked up this, this big brush and he, and and the, the thing he, the drips he does and he and and now I'm gonna get some nice drippings going and, and these tours and 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 then he started and, and I was like Jesus Christ that was like almost also like the, the mystification. oh yeah <laughs> because I always I always stop these drips Would just happen spontaneously when he was doing something, you know. You, you, but it was just a stylistic thing. I'm going to throw the drips now. (laughs) I'm going to do this now. (laughs) It was like it was like a Photoshop layer, right? (laughs) It was really depressing because I loved him before that, and then I saw this video. I said, "Oh, I don't uh... (laughs) know." we're done
0: (laughs) it's hard it's hard to be a lifetime of art and be spontaneous especially once you get start getting paid real tough of course but much respect to Ralph
1: yeah yeah of course of course of course not not, another no 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 because he made some he made some pretty great stuff yeah okay uh Good. This is the first first time I ever did a podcast.
0: No, well, it doesn't get it doesn't get better than this, so don't do another one.
1: <laughs> um, I'm, just, uh, I'm just very scared this is this is recorded and uh, being kept for prosperity, which in internet time oh, yeah. only means two years <laughs> until the server explodes.
0: Uh, yeah, it'll all be gone. <laughs> well, good talking to you.
1: Hopefully, all right. Uh, okay. If
0: good you ever, night. if you ever find yourself in New Jersey, you're welcome. Although I don't imagine yeah. that happening. Well, New Jersey
1: isn't that far from New York, right?
0: I live like 20 minutes from Manhattan, so yeah. I'm, very, I'm so, very close.
1: Yeah, I, I always wanted to go to 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 New York once, so. And I know some. Uh, what is he called? Petr Umansky, I don't know if you know him. He's also What's his an name? illustrator. Petr Umansky. No, Peter,
0: Peter Umansky. No, I don't know. He's uh
1: he's uh well he's an illustrator I also talk to him a lot. A, so I also say like when you're in New York, come visit us. I think he also lives in the suburbs, somewhere just over the water.
0: Oh interesting. Well, I should interview your your uh, Girlfriend, you want to interview my girlfriend? Yeah, yeah. So she just, will just talk shit about you. That'll be the whole
1: <laughs> <thing>. <laughs> I don't. I don't think she she'd want to. She's really um, shy. She doesn't. She doesn't. know. She just um She's always like, I don't. I want. I only want public attention to what I do, and I don't want to talk about it.
0: That's fair. I like that.
1: I respect and, and In a way, I'm the same. But you asked it, so I was like, "Yeah, okay."
0: Yeah, so it's my fault. Anything goes <laughs> no, wrong, no, it's my no, fault. No,
1: I take that. No, <laughs> no, no. But uh, no, I have to do a lecture in a couple of weeks, and you're you're in Belgium. I'm already thinking, "Oh, what I'm going, what am I going to talk about? People, what do I have to say?"
0: Just play this but, but, and, and get paid. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that's true. Right. Yeah, they pay me. That's the only reason I'm doing it. <laughs> I'm like, okay, a couple course. of hours. Okay, yeah, okay. <laughs> Why not?
0: <laughs> of course. One last thing. How do you pronounce your your name? Uh, my my last name. Yeah. Uh, Van
1: Allemers. Pretty straightforward. So uh, yeah. Okay. It's not it's not that that obscure a name in Belgium.
0: Uh, oh well, it sounds cool here.
1: Yeah, it's it's if you translate it to English, it's something from, from all from all the lakes. Interesting. Yeah. It's from the times of Napoleon. Napoleon told everybody in Europe you have to have a a second name. So that's why you have also have a lot of really, really, really silly surnames in in France, Belgium and, uh, and the Netherlands.
0: Yeah. Didn't know that. Yeah. All right. Well, good night. Good night. Bye bye. Thanks for listening. Music by Dory Bavarsky and Ming Ji Chin. Next up, we have JF Martel. So long.